what have you been watching or what have you just finished up I, watching? I mean, so our show today is on Rising of Shield Heroes, so I rewatched that again. And so that's really all I've been watching. Yeah. I started a show called Gamers. Yeah, I saw it's that. A, it's a little 12-episode one, so. Yeah, I, I was, didn't know what that was, but I saw it on the continue watching list. Yeah, that'll probably, I'll probably go back to Bleach real soon. Unless we do another one where we need to watch for the podcast, but. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly, I liked doing it. It was, it was fun to like try to tear through Rising of Shield Hero. I tore through most of it today. I only got in like six episodes the other day when we made the decision Ooh. to do it today. So, I mean, I okay. went through 18 episodes today and I had school wow. and practice and went grocery shopping. So I was like, I was, I was like, That's okay. That means any other moment was for that. Yeah, literally. Wow. Nice. So I've, Obviously, I've also been watching the rise of the or the rising of the shield hero, and then I've also just started rewatching Goblin Slayer, and then also been watching Bleach at the same time. So kind of split up between three shows, taking a pause on One Piece. Probably a good idea since it's. I don't even know if the dub's been coming out with new episodes yet. Yeah, so the dub comes out. Just kind of like the sub does. Obviously, it's not caught up, but it comes yeah. out every Saturday morning at like 9 a.m. or something like oh, that. Oh, so it does. It's being put out right now. Yeah, so every week they come out with a new episode. Okay. And most things are like that, but like Boruto, the sub is coming out with stuff, but the dub is not. Yeah, I don't... D- depending on which studio it is, would they like all do it differently and it's really weird. I know with Naruto especially, and maybe this is what they're doing with Boruto is they like do a bulk release of they'll record like all this dub and then they'll release yeah. it by season rather than episode. Yeah. I've noticed that as well. So they'll just release it in like chunks. All right. Uh, recommendation or rant. Do you want to, do you want to go first or should I? Uh, you can go first. All right. So I chose rant today. Got a pit, pretty, pretty big beef to settle. I don't know why this is just coming up now. I think some feelings surfaced during the rising of the shield hero. And it has absolutely nothing to do with that show. But I think just kind of got me thinking about some stuff. So, so you're, not hating on, you're not hating on the shield hero for this rant? I'm not hating on the shield hero for this rant. We'll talk about some issues that I did have with the show later on. I won't say they're big issues, but my rant centers around beefing with the shonen main characters. So shonen. every single shonen MC is completely oblivious to one and or several girls that are crushing on them. <laughs> yeah. Bro, that's not even shonen, that's every anime. No, 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 no. I think it's I think it's very shonen specific. It could be outside of shonen, but I'm directing this me. rant straight at like a Naruto, a Luffy, main characters okay. like that in shonen. So for some reason, shonen writers think that the smallest aspect of the MC having feelings towards another character would somehow like take away from the action and the plot. But I think that is completely false. I think that is the farthest thing from the truth 
And when we look at, let's just look at Naruto as like a case study and the pain arc. So Hinata gets stabbed like multiple times by pain while trying to protect Naruto. Well, he like she gets she gets slammed. She gets well. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. Because right. he used this almighty. He gets push. slammed. Naruto. Yeah. He got stabbed. He got. He, he got gets, impaled. Yeah. Multiple yes. times. So, basically, because these MCs don't have like any like romantic shred of emotion for these like crushes, I think. I think that if they did, these fights would be like so much cooler. Like, I don't think at the time we thought that Naruto might have like those kinds of feelings for Hinata. But if Hinata didn't get slammed by pain, would he have reacted the way that he did? Which is possibly the greatest fight scene, if not the greatest fight scene in an anime to this day. Like, it it is phenomenal. I will say Kishimoto did write this and he said that Naruto did have feelings for Hinata. They weren't realized, but Kuruma would use those often. Okay, see that is good to know. So to kind of tie in the rant, I'm not saying that Luffy, for example, wouldn't have a passion when he's fighting for his crew in many cases, which he does. But could you imagine what extreme ends would be taken in a fight if the MC was fighting for their significant other? And I'm not saying that Shonen should add an all-out like romance aspect to the anime, but I think having feelings for like others, especially significant others in this case, is a part of life, and therefore should definitely be a part of more Shonen anime, even if it's not like it's, it shouldn't be the main focus. But I think it should still be. A smaller aspect that has so to do with mean? some of the plot and the fighting and everything like that. Do you mean more like a sword art online kind of? Yeah, and sword art that is a perfect example. It doesn't even necessarily have to be that upfront because in that case it is pretty upfront when it comes through. I mean, what we see in Sword Art Online is a full blown relationship. I'm not saying like that, but if there's like some sort of notion that like our MC has feelings for like some lady, it would be nice to know that because if she ever is in danger, if something ever happens to her, like what happened to Hinata, it's like what is about to occur after that is about to be absolutely insane. And I'm not, again, kind of going back, I'm not trying to say that like an MC wouldn't do that for a friend because you also see that happening. But I just, there's something different when it's about, like, when it has, like, kind of a romantic tie to it. Like, if Ken Kaneki and Toka had been together during the show. Yeah, so Tokyo Ghoul, I think, did a really good job of that, the romance aspect. I haven't seen season three, so I wouldn't know yet, but. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think they did a good job with it, but also that's. That's not shonen. So like I think that's what shonen needs to kind of realize. It's like I get what they're trying to do. I feel like they're trying to leave it out because they ha- it might happen in my hero academia, but I'm not sure. I think it should, but I what I don't want I them saw, to do. I saw something on TikTok where it said that like Uraraka and Deck 
and Izuku are not canon. And so that would really stink if that was actually true, I think. Just I have in no that idea. aspect. But, I wonder with that show, I don't know, I guess a little side tangent. Do you think they're just like, are we ever going to get past their first year of high school? I don't know. I mean, you can look at like any anime and then unless there's some sort of time skip, stuff goes really slow. Because I mean, you're yes. looking at the first 420 some episodes of One Piece and that's eight months. I know, yeah. So, yeah, that's I mean, just how Naruto, it is. Naruto did it very well. I, I'm sure One Piece did too, but I don't, I wouldn't know. Yeah. I mean, you see a lot of time skips in Bleach anime. is about to have one now, too. There you go. All right. I think my, I think I wrapped up my rant. Like, definitely wasn't as passionate as I thought it was going to be because I think, I think I just needed to get it off my chest and talk, talk just, about it, say it out loud. Just had to say it aloud. Okay. I can respect that. All right. So get into it. The first one I'm going to recommend it's on Hulu, both seasons dubbed. And that is One Punch Man. I'm recommending One Punch Man because it's just a nice break from so much of the drama in both shonen and romance and many animes, you know? Yep. There's just so much heavy stuff sometimes. And One Punch Man is just really funny. And the first season I thought was really well done. Second season, not so much. And so, and Saitama, I think is, is a very, I think he's a very good MC for what he's needed to do. Yeah, totally. And, I mean, it's kind of nice having that refreshing, uh, he literally just punches a dude and it's over it's really one punch and so that's what's nice to see is like sometimes you don't have to see that struggle it's just funny so this is what i was going to bring up when i was talking before with the, my question i had is would you rather have an mc who's powerful right from the very start of the show like luffy because he's already eaten the devil fruit at that time or would you rather have someone like naruto or many other MCs who have to work really hard, but you have those struggling moments where you are like upset that they're not as strong as they need to be. See, that's, it's kind of a weird question because yes, Luffy already had the devil fruit, but he's actually, I mean, once you get farther in, like eventually whenever you decide to do that, you'll kind of realize like he's not as strong as a lot of the people that he's facing and so no, he is okay. pushing through. But to well, answer like, your question, like your actual question, what you're meaning by it, I would yeah. say I wouldn't want them to be strong right off the get go, especially okay. since I'm so into Shonen. I think that is like that is a perfect Shonen template of like mm -hmm. you need to work really hard. Like you're just you're the MC is there to outwork to become powerful. Yeah, because so, I, I mean, like why? Wise yeah. man's grandchild, Shin is from the get go just OP. Yeah, really strong. So when I, and then for platform of the week, I am going to go with, I'm going to go with Crunchyroll. And this is an anime. It's a romance, but also like a action anime at the same time. And it's coming out with its new season pretty soon. It's Data Live. Have you ever seen that one? No, oh, wait. 
No, I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. Okay. I think it's a pretty good one. It has a harem aspect, but not really, like, not like many other ones. And it's a really interesting one involving spirits. And so the the premise is basically the main character, he can seal away spirits' powers and help them become normal people. Because the spirits, when they come to Earth, they create, like, tremors or big earthquakes that can have devastating problems. Okay. So he can seal those away. But he has to do that by making these girls fall in love with him. And they have to kiss him and it seals the power. So it's that constant fight against a bunch of spirits and stuff to try and win them over. Like action where they try and kill him and then most of them fall in love with him. But you know. So that's the one I recommend. Just a nice change of pace from Shonen or a bunch of others that are super heavy. With those two. First off, it sounds like a really interesting show, which like I've I've heard of it. It's been on like the front page of Crunchyroll. It used to be on Funimation if it's not still. I don't so, believe it is anymore. Yeah, but it, it's one of those ones that I saw. I never really like looked at it, but it sounds interesting and it kind of sounds like it has I mean the whole tremor thing. I mean that was a few episodes into Bleach, it sounds like when like a spirit caused like a tremor. So obviously it's probably not like that, but it sounds cool and it's definitely Yeah, and there's like the third go- there's like the real enemy is like a government or like a business trying to control the spirits like looking for chaos. So there's that aspect. It's a really interesting plot. Yeah, it just They're sounds really, really short unique. Seasons. They're 12 episode seasons too. And I mean, if it's a 12-episode season and it's coming out with another season, people obviously liked it. Yeah, yeah, it's a very popular one. All right, so my platform of the week is actually also Crunchyroll. Oh, And the reason being is it allows me to watch all of Haiku, which I love. And then I'm also starting Overlord soon, which I've been really excited about lately. I've seen... It has both a novel and a manga adaptation to it. Um, I don't really know too much about it other than the fact that it's been a very highly rated anime. It's one of those ones that's been on my list for a while. And now that I keep on seeing it, every single time I go to buy manga, it's it's kind of, I kind of really want to yeah. get into it. So okay. it, it, I always thought it was like an old show, but it's, it's not. It just like kind of looked old. So I think... I think it is an isekai. I'm not sure, but I, I do think, it think is as well, yeah, I do think it's like I'm a video not. game type thing where somebody like from the real world RPG or something like that or yeah, I something like that. A- and I may be wrong, but it looks interesting. I'm getting ready to start that. And then last thing with Crunchyroll is it also has a huge manga library, which is awesome. Although I definitely prefer a paper copy of what I'm reading, it still gives me some pretty sweet options to pick from if I'm oh, ever needing. I actually did not like a reading I didn't fix. Know I had that. Yeah, so really weird that they did. But I was I was on there just today, and I was just looking through, and they have a huge manga library that you can just go through if you have a subscription. Like it's completely open. Hmm. So I want to check that out. Yeah. Any other recommendations for yeah, the peeps? Yeah, uh, I mean, Tokyo Revengers is on Crunchyroll as well. We, I've talked that up 
multiple times, but still going to plug that one. That uh, Welcome to Demon School, Irima. I think that's a nice, also, like, uh, kind of change of pace one when you're going too heavy and shown, and then you need that step back. Because it's still got action, still got stuff, but it's just a different outlook. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I, I never ha- I was always against Crunchyroll because I thought it was just a super heavily subbed anime platform. But then once I was able to get used to subbed, I realized how great it is because it has a huge network and it doesn't Funimation I've been having a little problems with so I always just used Funimation just because Crunchyroll was hard to navigate to get to the dub early on at least yeah I didn't realize that you had to like press the right trigger to find English dub so I was like I can't believe I just paid for this platform and I don't even get to watch Tokyo Revengers and Spanish dub, let alone English dub. And then I figured it out. Yeah, so I mean, that, that was one of the issues that I had. Obviously, Funimation's still not perfect. There's been some issues lately where it's like slow, um, and then also switching between, for Attack on Titan especially, I know this was a big issue for people, is it would, every single time it would move an episode, it would switch back to a Portuguese dub, and it was really weird. Oh. And so you'd have to switch it back to whatever you were listening to, and it wouldn't be on marathon mode, which is one of the big things for people who like to binge. Is marathon mode is supposed to basically keep you in full screen and like skip intro and outro and then keep you with all the same settings that you had. Huh. And it I've like never doesn't even work. Heard of that. Yeah. And I'm an expert binger. So But I like I like listening to intros. I do. Because if it's a banger, I'm putting it on the playlist. Yeah, but if if you're binging, though, well, how I many binged, times? I've, I've I'll watch it like two, three times in a row. But I've, like, been she- I've been Shield Hero. What I do, though, is I guess I don't really listen to it. I take it. I take that as like, oh, this is my one minute to like go on my phone. Because I try and not go on my phone while I'm watching shows. So I'm like, okay, now it's my time to check all this stuff. And now I'll just play. Yeah, I get in the that. grand scheme of things... I may save like 10 minutes in total. Something like that. Maybe 20. But that's just me. Alright. Should, uh, should we get into the Rising of the Shield Hero? I say we do. And speaking of intros, what did you think of them? There were two of them within the first season. I was a little... Ta- yeah, I was going to actually mention that. I was a little taken aback that there was two in one season. I was like, this is kind of like you have like two, not no, three, four episodes left in the season of a 25 episode season. And then it switches on you. Oh, it didn't. Yeah, no, it does. It was like halfway through, I would say. No, it was it was like right as they defeated uh, their first like major. Wait, it's whatever. Like this entire episode is about the rising of the shield here when they defeat. And they like come together and defeat you know who. Um, Are you referring to Glass? No. Come to oh, I I see. Well, yes, yes, yes. Yes. So um, when they defeat him, uh, yeah, that's the episode after is when I first realized there's another intro. I noticed I was it like, what the I, heck? since I've watched it twice. I the second one for me goes a lot harder. I like that one a lot. 
And so uh, that's how I know it. it had more than just like five episodes worth. Because that's my favorite intro of the two. Okay. But should we get into it? Yeah. Do you want to do you want to kick things off? You got any questions or intros to what you want to talk I've, about? I've obviously this was my second time watching it. I watched it one time before you. And so I just want to hear what your initial thoughts are now that you've finished it. Because I've been trying to get you to watch this for a good amount of time here. Um, I mean, I liked it. That's it's it's kind of hard for me to say that. Like, I liked it, but then at the same time, there's stuff that I was confused about, which kind of left it. Falling short so, in some areas. Why don't you do you want to ask me those now? Or do you want to just keep going and then maybe I can clarify as we Well, the one talk. thing is, I think it's not really a question because it, it's more of a statement is they didn't really tie off season one. And I know that what they were trying to do with kind of like the cliffhanger and what they're trying to make you wonder with uh, the new guardians or the guardians from another world. Yeah. But I, it just was like, there should have been a little bit of explanation to like what's going on. Because when they got... That's about, to, that's about to come. As he uh, travels to these other places. I think that's where we're going to learn more. Because the first season was all in uh, Melamark. You know, or, or that like region. And so I think he's going to be going to these other countries. And I think that's where we will learn more. Yeah. Personally. I mean, you're, you're probably right. I would say there's no way that they're not going to tell us about it. And I wouldn't say yeah. that it would prevent me. What I just said would prevent me from watching the season two. I'm excited for season two. But um, I, just, I really thought they should have given us a little bit something. It was nice to know that Glass was a part of this like... Uh, they were with what's what's his name? Um, starts oh, with an L. Lark. Locked Lark, yeah, it's Lark. Lark. So Lark and Therese. It was nice to know that it's like okay, they're together. They know each other. I thought she was like one of the bosses of the wave. So when I first saw her, I didn't think like, oh, this is some person. I thought she might have been like a god or something that they had to defeat. Like the god of the waves. So that was kind of yeah. a, I was not expecting that loop. But the way they did it, I thought was interesting. Because I viewed it more as like... I kind of viewed it similar to the last couple episodes of Demon Slayer. Where it was more to set you up for season two. Rather than actually impact season one. Personally, that's how I viewed it. So I don't know uh, how you feel about that. I guess my feeling was just it's okay to be confused at the end of the season. I think that's kind of the point of a lot of seasons, especially when you're going to follow it up with season two. But what I I guess I just wanted a little bit of a tidbit to give you a little bit of direction. So that background information would have been nice about, okay, why exactly are the guardian or the guardians from another world here? I know what they said, was like a, That's, I guess a I little agree. bit. Like they, they don't say like why they have to come to that world specifically. Exactly. I have, high, I have a hypothesis 
of what it is. I, if you want me to share it, I can yeah, try go ahead. and enlighten. So what I'm thinking is because the four cardinal heroes were um, brought to that world, they were now controlling waves. And the waves weren't decimating that world. And so because of that, we don't know what controls waves, but I feel like if they don't get to do the damage that they want, maybe they go to other worlds. And so they brought this by bringing the Cardinal heroes to their world, it caused problems for the other worlds. And so if they remove the Cardinal heroes, then their worlds will be safe because that other world will get decimated completely by waves. I think that's an interesting take. That's what I think. Cause I don't know if they know that the Cardinal heroes can be summoned again, if they are all just dead, but well, yeah, that's the only way for them to be summoned is once they all die. No, but like I'm sure Glass and Lark and them, I don't think they know that. Yeah. But it but, sounds yeah. like from what little explanation that they did give is that they are cardinal heroes themselves, just with different weapons and from a different place. Yeah, it's like same thing, same but different, like tomato, tomato, basically. Yeah. I guess it just would have been nice give us a little bit of an objective, a little bit of direction. So you're leaving us with more of a cliffhanger than being more confused than understanding what's going on. That's interesting. I never felt that way. So that's why it's interesting to hear that from you. Yeah. But and okay. Uh, I guess the I one to- other thing with the show is the development of now for me. Yeah was I don't know how I really felt about it. I think it was obviously so he didn't have as a hero or a character. As a character. So I understand how he became kind of like the cold hearted dude that he is. And I like that because it's like it's almost at first there's a character regression before there's like a development and I like I actually do like that but I'm actually talking about more of his like physical strength I think they skipped over a little bit too much of like him building a shield and the skills and stuff well that's I think that's because when you think about it most of his skills that he gets aren't that it's like inserting a plant or inserting a mushroom like, it's really not him fighting monsters as often as you think. So I think that's part of why it skips. Yeah, I think what I I was really getting at is his progression as, like, a fighter and a hero and warrior, whatever you want to call him, just seemed to be lacking for... He was, he's just getting these big jumps. And I so get... So do, do you mean, like, with the um, his two big, like, trump card moves... Not necessarily, but I was going to say those involve the dragon. Yeah, no, I I understand that part. Um, it was it was more of just like we don't. I guess it's it's just too new for me to like really get behind as like an anime watcher because like when you see big jumps and like a character's physical and like fighting prowess, 
it's usually because of a time skip rather than there wasn't even there wasn't too many um what do they even call oh my gosh now i can't i can't even think of the word um why am i blanking like on the word training montage yeah like a training montage there weren't enough for me to be like okay at least i know what he's doing so, so I, I think he he gained the experiences because he had to clean up for these other heroes yeah doing the that's little stuff yeah so that's where i think the training montage they took a different approach to that is how i think it went personally because yeah. it's a lot different like a hero you kind of this is in My Hero Academia where they're learning to be heroes. He's a full-time hero, so he doesn't really have the opportunity to just train. Or if he did, he'd end up like the other three heroes. Which that wouldn't work. And they weren't even as strong as him, so that's... Yeah. I think the best thing that this show has going for it right now is the fact that it's so unique in the approach of building the MC since he cannot wield an actual weapon, he has to make his shield a weapon and he has to have his compatriots be, he has to rely on them like purely. And the fact that that's a cool thing that they don't do a lot of like Raftalia being his sword is like, that's pretty awesome. And I'm like, if I'm just going to say it now, like my rant was kind of about this and this is where like Shonen zero Isekai, one kind of thing okay. is uh the fact that they are kind of getting to the point i think by the end of the, oh, by the end of things it, at least they were gonna, hugging it's gonna be very i've so i got spoiled someone spoiled it the manga to me on tiktok Bad. so i i see it i've seen it happen yeah which but, made me very excited which also i don't know how i feel like Better or worse? Because I didn't expect like Naruto to actually go to Hinata when I was watching. I had no idea what the last was truly about. Nobody did. And so that was, but this is like there is no build up for Naruto and Hinata. No, there really wasn't. Well, there was, in a sense of like yeah, but not Naruto. Not Naruto actually. Telling like he not to, how, like, yeah. You need to really lay it out for people because there's too much speculation and that can get you in trouble. Like assumptions yes. get you in trouble. So, yeah. you, I mean, this is probably not the best thing to say, but if you're a manga writer or if you're the producer of one of these shows, you just got to assume that everybody's too stupid to catch like anything that's supposed to be speculated on or assumed. It's just going to go right over everyone's head. So you should just lay it out for us so we don't miss it. See, I don't know if I agree with that. I think people that watch anime, since they read the manga and stuff, I think they're expecting people to get those nuances because they already have exposure to it with the mangas. So that helps you pick up the minute details. Because it's like watching it the second time. Like, I kind of got a better grasp on a lot of stuff after rewatching the show. So I think maybe that's where some of these producers and stuff are going with it because their main audience is more people from the jet in the Japanese population, you know? Yeah. And so I think that factors in where a lot of them do read the mangas. 
stuff of that nature. Yeah, probably. Or maybe it's their third time because some of them may read light novels too and then it turns into a manga. And there is a light novel of the Rising of the Shield Hero. Yeah. So that, I guess that would make sense. But I mean, so, this show is in almost every single way more direct than the Naruto and Hinata situation. Yes, I for mean, sure. You could have satisfied this- me with like Naruto saying maybe like a sentence or two saying like, okay, I actually like Hinata. I think I have feelings for her. Just like he has said multiple times about crushing on Sakura. Have you not seen the TikTok about that? No, I don't think so. It's a funny joke where uh, during the tuning exams, when Hinata's getting like carried out on the stretcher, they have her like jacket finally unzipped. And they literally do like a quadruple take of Naruto looking at her with her like chest actually exposed so you can see Hinata's figure. And they do a quadruple take of him looking at that. And they were like, when he really knew. Like, that's the joke that they have on TikTok. But I know what you mean, like... But I think Sakura made a good point for once in her life in the last movie. When she was like, did you really love me or did you just want me because Sasuke had me? Like, I think that was a point many people maybe didn't think about. Per se. Well, I mean, him and Sasuke weren't even beefing yet at that point when he liked Sakura, so. No, no, no. It was more that him and Sasuke were technically always rivals. And so what Naruto wanted the power and stuff that Sasuke always had. And so maybe that just included Sakura. All right. So I do actually have a question. I want to get your opinion on this. And this was, oh my gosh, this fly. Almost just flew in my mouth. Jeez. Okay. Back to the question. So I want to get your take on this. It was pretty small, but I, I am assuming that you probably caught it just because I know kind of how you watch. So the Cardinal heroes are supposed to be divided up among the four nations to fight during the wave. That was said. Correct. What was also said is by towards the end of the series, when they were having their council meeting, when, you know, shit was hitting the fan in the dining hall and they were just, okay. So the queen states that the heroes will actually die in the next wave if they don't fight together. So what's the truth here? Do you think, do you Uh, think that was like weirdly misplaced or do you think that she meant, she didn't, she didn't mean fight together. That's what I was about to say. Learn from each other. Cause remember how they're talking about like, the first thing they ask is how now Fumi got that OP shield, that cheat shield or whatever they call it. Yep. The- like, so that's what I think the bigger, it wasn't that exactly they would die because they wouldn't fight together because most of the waves happen in the same area. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's just having a hero in each country. They have their people that can help other people as well. Kind of thing. Like what they did with loot village in the first or the, first wave they were there yeah so stuff of that nature but i don't think it was exactly that she wanted all four of them in malramark she wanted them to work the reason she kept wanting naofumi there is because out of all the places out of all the heroes probably want her nate her country protected by the strongest one yeah 
So, but yeah, I don't think it was exactly she was trying to hog all four. Because realistically, with the way those three are, she probably doesn't want them, but a hero is a hero. Yeah. I mean, oh my gosh. I know that they tried to do it. But uh, the cardinal, the other cardinal heroes, the other three are the most annoying characters that you'll find in anime. Oh, dude, that like a lot of the side characters in this show will piss you off. That was what's so good. It really made you like the characters you're supposed to like like that much more. Yeah, and they and really, to- they really like tried to do that just so much. They really like beat it into you that these characters were annoying. They weren't going to believe the shield hero and oh, they, they were they turned against them the entire time. I mean, mine or whore as her new name is now still called him the devil of the shield. Even in the last episode after he saved her life and then she tried to poison him. Yep. And I really, so, yeah, I you're not that... going to like people. I thought that that one uh, green-haired girl, I thought she was going to die because she got pied, and I was like, is that the pie that was poisoned? Oh, no. She's just a poor soul. She's just a poor soul. Yeah, she had a rough time in the last few episodes. She she was saving people, and then she got drunk on accident and stuff. It It was a bad sight for her. For sure. But, okay, so I had a question for you okay as i brought up in the last episode i think reptalia is on that upper tier with like asana and hinata and those other kind of mc companions how do you feel yeah i mean she is i think she's She's a little bit basic because of kind of who she's, I guess the predecessors that you really just listed off. Like you can see, I mean, she's not basic if you haven't watched any of those other shows, but you can definitely see she, the only thing really unique that she has going for is her backstory and the fact that I guess the demi human thing well, I think I think part of the problem is that this does have a little bit of a harem perspective in that both Raftalia loves him, Philo loves him, even though she's a little kid. Yeah, like there she still impacts it, and then now uh, Melty also has uh, feelings for kinda him. Kind of weird, but I got past. It's just pretty like quick. I think it's like it's more of like the Sword Art Online like. Kirito helped girls that he that reminded him of his younger sister, but they would end up falling for him. But there's no reciprocated feelings. So I think it's stuff like that, but I think that hinders kind of Raftalia's ability to be more of a proper uh I don't know, I don't really want to call it a waifu, but I guess I'm gonna say that. I mean I guess she's she she is upper tier, I would say. I just like the show as well because, like, some of the moments, like when she, whenever she tries to pretend like she doesn't enjoy something, but then her tail wags, I think that's like, I think that's really sweet and stuff, like little things like that. 
Yeah, no, I, I understand that. Especially but with like the ball. How, especially the scene where the when it's him versus the spear hero in the duel. And it's like he finally sees her as like the adult version of herself. Like I thought yeah. that was a really cool moment. And it did kind of remind me of when Kirito almost dies, you know, and there's that moment with Asuna. Yeah. In the valley. Like it reminded me of that kind of thing. So I'm excited for season two because I do agree that it's like it was a different kind of anime for sure. And I think it has a lot of growth and it can become very good. And it better be since they've now postponed it. I don't know if you knew this. I did some research. They postponed it now to April, April of 2022. Wow. It's now coming in the spring season. So hopefully that means that they're going to make it fantastic. So where does this show rank for you? Well, I consider, I think I put in, didn't I put in my top three for new gen? Or was that? Yeah, I did. So where are you, where are you putting it? What tier is it? Overall. Yeah. Overall. I'd have it low A tier. Low A tier. Okay. Yeah. I can get behind that. It's for me, it's, it's upper B tier, lower A tier. I don't think it's a B tier. But I don't think it's towards that S class A high A. Like yeah, Demon Slayer to definitely me, definitely teetering right now. Demon Slayer, even though it's my second favorite one, is still high A. It's not S class yet because it only has one season. Yeah, I guess so I can understand that it. argument. Like I can't, I can't put Jujutsu Kaisen as S tier either. Yeah, I mean, if this show is. If it just had I, some I changes. The, I think it has the bones to be a very good anime. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely make the argument that is if, if it keeps on growing and has like an even better season two, then you could definitely make the argument that it could go high A tier or even in the, the low S tier. Well, I think like... I don't, so we did obviously watching it two years after it came out. So I'll be mm-hmm. interested to see what the hype is built around it once it actually comes out. Yeah. Because I mean, the part of the reason I watched it was because everyone was excited about it coming back in this fall. Yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. And I think there's a good reason to be hyped up for it. And there's also a lot of there was a lot of reasons why I thought that it was deserving of all the praise that it had gotten. When I was doing my research on New Gen saw that it had won awards when it came out and a lot of people liked it. I understood why after finishing it and kind of like what we we're just talking about is it has the bones for to be like good. And if it keeps on building on what it's already done in season one, I think it is one of those shows, especially being an East high show that can rival like the upper tier shonen shows. I think so, so too, because it's not cookie cutter. Yeah, it's unique. And you know what? There's a point I'm going to bring up. I don't know if you're going to agree with this, but I think we underestimate just how much the Mugen Train movie affects our ranking of Demon Slayer now. Because before Mugen Train, I think I probably would have ranked Demon Slayer closer to 
where I have shield hero. Okay. Maybe even high B. Because I wasn't a huge fan the first time I watched it. Then I watched Mugen Train and then I rewatched the show again all the way through. And that's when I really appreciated it. That's a, that's a good distinction to make. I think that kind of gives a little context to our rankings. Personally, yeah. I did not actually consider Mugen Train to be a part of my ranking. I really? kind of have it as an aside. And uh, personally, see, I, if we put I it on like a full... because it's canon. Yeah. So just the way... And I've seen a few people do this. Um, but... So obviously when you're looking at like a ranking system, especially the full ones where you're getting like an S plus, S, A, et cetera. And you're seeing the cover of the shows as like the rankings and that's what you slap up on the chart that you're making or your tier list or whatever you want to call it. So I've seen people separate Mugen Train and that's what I do as well when I build mine. And I actually have Mugen Train at being an S plus tier and having a Demon Slayer Season 1 only be S-tier. So the only two S-tier shows that I have are Mugen Train and then Attack on Titan. Those are the only two. No, just in general. Anything. Those are the only two S-tiers that I have. You mean S-plus? Yeah, S-plus. Thank you. Um, The only actual S-tiers that I have under that are like... I'll have like a Demon Slayer, depending on what kind of day it is. I'll have Jujutsu Kaisen up there, even though it only has the one season. I just I think you, with the manga. You really want you want it to be S tier already, because that's how much of a fan you are, and you know season two should be good, but you just can't do it yet. It's like a really you're projecting it into reality, like in fantasy football. You, People were projecting like certain players are going to break out this year. That's what you're saying with your projection and S tier for Jujutsu Kaisen. Well, I think the one thing is we definitely disagree on the whole one season thing. I definitely think, I mean, even if Demon Slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen both tank after these seasons, I mean, I'm still going to have their season ones at least be S tier just because what I have S tier already. So that's interesting because so let's put this in perspective per, per se. Hunter x Hunter, great show. Very bad one season, correct? Yes. Like one season affected it substantially. What's better, a show to have one bad season but the rest be good? I don't know if any of them are going to be elite or have the one elite but then the rest just never can come close. It's a good argument to make. And so would you really want Jujutsu Kaisen to have this amazing first season and then be mid the rest of the time? I mean, of course, of course that's not what I want. But I mean, having that again, it's for me, the way that I view it is if you can have this super strong season one, season one's base everything off for me. Because I'm a, I'm really the type of viewer, and this isn't even just anime. This is for anime, regular TV shows, movies, even reading books. When you have a powerful start to a series, I, I'm i just never satisfied with the tie-off. So like using Hunter x Hunter as an example, having 
not a good or even close to elite final season. I didn't really have that weighing in too much when I was ranking it. And I liked Hunter x Hunter, but even with it being like having an elite season and even if I excluded the Chimera arc, I still only have it as like a B tier for me. Wow. I mean, I have it as a B tier as well, but that's with Chimera arc and everything. But that's really interesting. I think it's an upper tier B, but... My philosophy is I do agree, which is why I'm so intrigued that you weren't as big of a shield hero fan as I thought because I think that's one of the best first episodes or like first two or three episodes of an anime I think I've seen yeah so here's the the thing and this is the plot twists and everything that are involved with it I think is fantastic this is and that regression that you talk about I don't think this is going to come to a surprise Cause I, but I also actually, I don't know if you know the series that I'm about to mention, but I think no, no fault of Shield Hero at all. I think the one thing that really took away from it was I have read uh, another manga, an Isekai manga, that kind of showed me exactly what was going to happen in Shield Hero in the first few episodes. It's called My Status as, My Status as an Assassin Outweighs My Status as Hero. And it's I've literally the exact, it. yeah, it's not, I don't think it's an anime. It, I think it's just oh, a manga. It, That's why. Is it the same thing? But basically, yeah, so a group of students from the same class, they get teleported in the world. They are like told that, okay, out of your class, one of you is the hero. And every, every, every other person here needs to support the hero to save like our world. And then we'll send you back. And this came out before Shield Hero. And basically what happened is that the assassin was, he was actually the hero. He was the strongest guy, but he hid it from everybody and he was framed for doing something by the princess, no less. So there was, there was a lot of like overlying themes and mm. events happening. So Interesting. like I said, no fault of shield hero, but it just but took away. You, it just took away from the some, show. Cause I, I already like something. Where, like, after you saw it, you're like, oh, that's kind of like that? Well, the thing is, like, I could... That would sting. I have have the first two volumes, so I can... When I I get the chance, I'll send them to you. You can read them. Quick read. They're both pretty short, but you'll read them. And knowing that it was made before Shield Hero, you'll look at it, and you'll be... You'll probably just be like, okay, this is exactly the same. it's the same author. It very well might be. It could be. Because this one didn't blow up, but they could have gone a different route with it. He could have gotten I mean, some like, feedback and been like, okay, let's, yeah, before one, having a fairy tale issue, it, like, issue or situation, let's just shut her down and reboot it as like something better. Let's take the feedback and let's run with it. So it could be the same author. That's what happened with One Piece. He originally came out with a different type of manga and it got decent reviews, but then he, they said he needed to change it and then he changed it to one piece and it became huge. Yeah. It's not unheard of in manga and anime to have recalls or like new adaptations just instantly happen. I mean, I brought it up. I hope I wish Tokyo ghoul would get a new anime readaptation, but 
It might happen. But yeah, I I am very excited for this next season. Yeah, and I, I know I said that like it is it's kinda teetering on the B A tier for me. It's still it's still in like my top I would say it's still in my top ten for sure. It might even be closer to my top five. I think I have it like six or seven. Of new gen? Of just animes oh, in general wow. for me. So I mean it's oh, still so did, really so high did, on my list. You did like it. Yeah, no, I, I that's why I, I want to not like it make, as much. Yeah, I want to make it clear that like this was a good anime and people should watch uh, it. It's deserving of the awards that it got. And I think I said it one anime of the year when it came out. I think that's true. I saw it I in a video the other day. I don't know. I don't know what other one in 2019 dropped. I think it I, got Yeah, I want to say it did. I want to say it did get anime of the year, and if not, it got honorable mention. But either way, I think it. Okay, you know what? Now that I'm thinking back on it, I think it did get honorable mention. I think it got beat out by a shonen. But here's the thing: is this is kind of what we were talking about earlier? Is as long as the rising of the shield hero isn't pulling. Yeah, it's if it's not pulling any punches for season two, this is the isekai that can take the spot. From Shonen. So like Absolutely. balls in your court, you gotta run with this. Like this is your shot to yeah. put it in. So like let's have a good season two here. I also liked it because it was more like it wasn't your typical hero kind of show. I think that's what I liked about it. Yeah. You do it not see that, it had that drama and stuff that you get in an Isekai. That's uncommon in shonen, which I thought was really nice. Breath of breath of fresh, breath of fresh air. Yeah, you're totally right. We talked about it earlier. You don't see character regression in a lot of shows. You never, you almost never Especially see it in shonen. Like that. You see, you do actually you see do character see regression in Black Clover, but that was a surprising thing. But other than that, I don't think I've seen another show where something that having to do with the character, how they are as like a, like an MC or how they are as a fighter warrior, whatever sort of role they're playing in their show. Like for example, Oh wait, no, I shouldn't. I was going to say something about the black clover regression, but I'm actually not going to say that because I would, that'd be pretty big spoiler and you haven't watched I it. I think I know what it is because I think I got it spoiled to me. But yeah, I'd rather not know it because yeah. Black Clover is one I want to start. I just kind of wish I'd get it a little bit deeper in the dub before I start it. I mean, it has like 150 some episodes dubbed. Yes, but as we said in the first episode, Hunter x Hunter had 148 and I did that in a week and a half. So You just got to mix it in with some other stuff. I mean... Yeah, we have I mean, such a long list. I would just go for it because we have such a long list. I'll send you what we didn't watch for new gen, and you can just get into it. it. Yeah, I just uh, there's ten plus stuff. new gens that we ha- both have not watched. I Doctor Stone's one that I think I'm gonna watch soon. Exactly. That's I think that should be on the docket. Like we should make an episode about Doctor Stone in so the next too. like two three weeks. But I had a good one that I know you'll love. Aren't you? I think we. We Boy, just Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we already did then, Demon Slayer, so. Yeah. And we're doing this. And if this is your projection for the big three, 
this is one of them. Demon Slayer was in both of ours. It's good to talk talk through that stuff. So Jujutsu Kaisen would be good. Um, should we? Do you have anything else to say about the Rising of the Shield Hero, or do you want to get in um, our Snake Draft? No, just that I'm obviously I'm a very big fan of it. I I'm glad to hear that you were actually a fan of it because I know in the beginning when you were texting me. You were very into it, so I'm glad that continued. Mm-hmm. I do agree, like, it had its moments where you were like, I wish there was a little more, but... Yeah, it just overall, had a few holes here and there, but... I think those last fine. five episodes were more of a bridge to season two rather than helping season one, so I think that might be... A, maybe that helped me like it a little more, was understanding that, you know? Yeah. That's a good and also point. not having not having it spoiled, maybe like you did in the nice. beginning, yeah, is definitely something. But yeah, are we getting ready for this for our next part of the draft? Yeah, let's. This is the last part of our draft. I'll uh, I'll list off the teams really quick as they stand yep. now. And this is just AJ free has. For all now. Yeah, it is free for all. There are no bar or no hold bars or whatever it is. I don't even remember what the term is, but so AJ gets first pick today and his team as follows is one punch sheen all might Sasuke all for one. The owl from Tokyo ghoul Naruto and Momoshiki. How do we distinct the owl from like, cause there's two owls. I think is there a way that we distinct distinguish the two. I'm not sure, but what we can say name, about that is... There's a name for that owl. I just don't remember what it's called because it's when ghouls eat ghouls. That's yeah, I think it starts with it. an H. The term, I think, starts with like an H. It's like a Haku's... Hag, haguya. Yeah, something like that. It's like a Haguya or something like that. But, but to make the distinction, it's not the old owl. Old it man. is... Who yeah. is a strong? It is the I'm daughter... Of him. Of the old man. Yeah, so just to clear that up. All right, my team is Gojo, Mob, Toto, Asta, Julio Cronus, Ken Kaneki, Muzan, or Muzan, and then Jojo. Even though you have no idea what Jojo's powers are. I have no idea what Jojo's powers are. So, All right, so with I that got being the next said, bit. yeah, holy crap. If, just, just before we start... If I'm right about who AJ is gonna pick, he's gonna have. I mean, is it, isn't it not completely obvious? It's pretty obvious. Like, I mean, I'm taking just, Goku. Yeah, exactly. I'm taking Goku. Now he's gonna have one. Yeah, he's. I have one punch. I have Saitama and Goku. Yeah. Come at me. All right, so I'm gonna take. Okay, shoot. So. This is going to be interesting. So now you have probably two of the strongest characters in Goku solos, anime. man. Goku solos. Okay, that's what people say, but again, Goku solos. on I think I have some okay. No, the nice thing is now that we're counters. not new gen, there's so many options. Okay, I gotta, I gotta really gonna do good with these. So. I think it's pretty obvious who like the two people that I need to take. So I'm going to get them off the board now. I'm going to take Naruto. 
And which Naruto are you taking? Taking the Naruto from Naruto Shippuden. Okay. So you got the Naruto from Boruto. Seventeen-year-old Naruto. Yeah, that's okay. The, le- the less strong version, but yeah, we're good. Yeah, um, the strong version. And then I'm also going to take. Ooh, I'm like I'm like I'm torn between two decisions right here. Like I wanna I wanna pick a certain somebody that I absolutely love, but at the same is time, it another big three member. It is another big three member, but yeah, I, I know for a fact with what I've seen, I'm gonna pick Itachi because he's yeah Itachi's stronger. So I'm that's gonna a take solid him. choice. I have a better choice right now though. And I know it's something you didn't think about. No, I'm. But it's gonna that was gonna out. be my next pick if we're vibing on the same. It's Madara. Okay, never mind. That's but, not who I was gonna pick. But but reanimated Madara. So the only way you can kill him is sealing him. Okay, that's cool. That's that's my thing. Right. Even though who's your who's your next pick? That's that. I mean, technically, I feel like that might be a little bit of cheating, but I'm sure Naruto and Itachi could find a ceiling jutsu in there or something. But uh, this is where it gets difficult. It's where it gets quite difficult. Because, I mean, I know Luffy's obviously a very strong person, but I've never watched One Piece, so I just don't know. I mean, as your friend, the reason that I did not pick him is because I don't think he could hold his own in... With okay. just the type of people that are in this fight. That's what I was thinking. Like, some of these people are just... Saitama gets one hit on that kind of guy, and it's over, so... Well, so actually, for Luffy, if he... The one good thing about him is he is really good against physical attacks. So, I mean, unless he's getting burned... Or a sword stabbing him, he's okay. Yeah, so swords are no good. Fire, no good. But yeah. physical attacks, I mean, he's, he's made out of rubber. So okay. he might be a I good counter. I'm... He might have been a good counter for Goku and One Punch, but yeah. at the same time, yeah. You just never know. He could also get hungry and just stop fighting. So That's true. Okay, so I don't know if this is his correct name. But is it Gohan? Are you talking about Goku's son? I believe so. I don't know for sure. There's Goten and Gohan. I think I'm talking about Goten. Gohan's his older son. Oh, then Gohan. My apologies. Gohan. Because okay. it's the one that people believe should have taken over the reins. But he didn't. If you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's a big conspiracy. All right. So... So I've picked two people that I have no idea about, but I know they're strong as hell. I'm actually glad that we weren't vibing because now I get to pick two of like two more people who are just like ridiculously strong and have like really good counters for the people that are on your team. Okay. So uh, Hashirama Senju reanimated. You're really annoying. Because why not? Um, And then... See, this is where it's like I'm really torn with this next pick because they are I could go either way here. They're both from the same show. They're both almost exactly the same. But even though we didn't same show that I just picked from, 
So even oh. though we don't really know his stature, we do you know were just the fact. Spamming the Naruto button. Yeah, but we do know the fact of this next person that I'm going to choose from at least Itachi and Madara himself saying that he may have been one of the strongest ninja in in this universe. So I'm going to go with Shisui. Okay. I like Shisui. You don't really get to know what his true peak was, so that's going to be something that's interesting. Yeah. The okay. only thing that we know is he had the visual prowess that rivaled Madara. So I think yes. that's... And Sasuke is basically now. But... Yeah. And he didn't even have the internal Mangekyo. Yeah. Okay. So here, so this is my last pick, right? Yep. We both have one more. I'm That's going it. with. Or wait, Chimera. do we both have one more? Or am no, I done? I just have. You're done. Because you went Hashirama. I Shisui, feel like there's. We're leaving one Naruto. really big character on the board, and I don't think you're gonna pick him. So I I'm know gonna, who I'm picking. It's probably not him. It's probably not. I'm taking. I'm taking the Chimera and King. It's a good pick. Do you want to know who we didn't take? Hmm. Say just six pass. Yeah, I thought about that or Kaguya or something of that nature. Like, what the heck? But part of it's just like, I don't know. Naruto to me is sick. I mean, you can really pack. just milk that universe. Power. You, you can, did, basically. As soon I as mean, you yeah. All right, let's do a little recap so I can get some. Let's type this down. What was your first pick? Goku. Goku. Good pick. Next. Uh, reanimated Madara. Got it. And then it was Gohan. Gohan. And then the last one was... Chimera and King. It starts with an M, but I don't remember it. Yeah. And then... Oh my gosh, why am I forgetting mine? So I took... So you, I know it took... You took Naruto. Yeah, Naruto, Itachi... Um, Hashirama I did, yep, I and did, Shisui. You did oh a full gosh, pack did of Shippuden. Hashirama. Hashirama. I've been waiting for Shisui. you. Hashirama. Okay. So basically, as long as I can take people's chakra, I'm okay. You're really Maybe. banking that the Naruto verse is as strong as it is. It is. I think. I think we can say that. It, between, I mean, if we're I talking mean, about can, just the can, two strongest can universes, Ken and aliens kind of make it that way. I mean, it's Goku. It's Goku and, and Naruto. Naruto. Those are like, yeah, those are the two strongest universes. Is Naruto Goku and Dragon Ball Z? On like chakra of like something like that, or what does he rely on for his strength? Or is he just strong? He's just strong. That's it. Like he he's doesn't a, really have. Yeah, a, he's a Saiyan. He doesn't have a time limit on uh, how much he can be. I mean, he'll beast. get beat up. He'll get beat up. Well, yeah, no, he does. So it's just like you, it's just like working a muscle. So like when he goes Super Saiyan, it's literally just like he has to go Super Saiyan and train as a Super Saiyan for really long if so it's he like wants to extend his time. Yeah, it's one for all. Okay. But except he's just ridiculously mastered at it. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, 
now that the teams are settled, I guess people are going to have to give us their feedback. Yeah, give us the feedback and who's stronger, which team is stronger. I mean, it's mine. But the final. I, Dude, you I don't have. Differ. You don't have. I have two people, possibly three, that one punch is a knockout. I also have a guy that controls time. That's the stupidest one. Hey. Infinite I actually might have only. two. Oh, shoot. I might have two. I think JoJo can actually kind of... I'm looking it up, but I think he actually... People, might... don't don't listen to him. He doesn't truly know. JoJo was a waste I'm, of no, pick. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Jo- JoJo might have been. Everyone. It's called The Ripple. It's based on life energy. That's That's all I'm getting for it. Anyways... We'll just, before we wrap up the episode, we'll just do a quick rundown, just quick recap of the teams. So AJ's teams, in order, one punch. All Might, all for one. Naruto with, I don't even, yeah, Baryon Mode from Boruto. Sheen from Wise Man's Grandchild, right? Sasuke, the owl, the child of the original owl. Momoshiki, Goku, Reanimated Madara, Gohan, and the Chimera King. Mine is Gojo and Toto from Jujutsu Kaisen. Got Julius Kronos, Muzan, Mob, Asta, Ken Kaneki, Jojo, Naruto from Naruto Shippuden, Itachi, Hashirama, Senju, and Shisui Uticha. Uchiha. I cannot speak. Uh, Question, just a curious one. Yeah, probably has nothing to do. What do you think stronger, Sukuyomi, not infinite, just normal Sukuyomi, or domain expansion? Which one do you think wins? Who's using like each? Who, who, oh, let's put it, so Madara's is probably. Would you say Madara has the strongest Sukuyomi, or would you give that to Itachi? Mm, I don't know. I'd probably, probably say Itachi. Just really? Yeah. Okay, so let's just the strongest Uchi, Uchiha. Versus Gojo's domain expansion. Who do you think controls who in that situation? Well, here's the thing is. That actually might be a disadvantage for any Sharingan. Because if you think about it. So with Gojo's domain expansion, which is the strongest in Jujutsu Kaisen that we know of. Yes. He's releasing the entire knowledge and entirety of the universe. So unless, I mean, what what are you really going to do unless you, unless the Sharingan, yeah. Itachi Sharingan catches Gojo off guard, which also Gojo has a thing over his eyes before he goes not into... When, not when he does domain expansion. He, well, he can lift it up. He can start his domain expansion first. So he, that's an automatic trap. Then he takes off I mean, his eyes. Do, do well, that's the thing it, is I think... Who could it do could, it first? It's tough because... He Itachi it can't get stronger and then bam, Sukiyomi. That's see, that's that's why it's such a good argument is which one's going to be stronger. And it's hard to say because the thing is, the Sharingan might be at a disadvantage because if you'd have to literally shut your eyes. And well, I'm not even sure Renegon, if that works since Madara would have a Renegon. Still, I mean, you're getting the entire I mean. I don't. I don't know. 
I don't. It's a tough one to ask because it's really theoretical. I don't think there's a good way of answering it, but I also think since Jujutsu Kaisen was made after the fact, I think new people usually win new because gen- new generation stomps old. Yeah, just yeah, because okay, they've been taking about, so much from the old strong, generation. How strong do you think Sasuke's uh, Sukuyomi could be now? Strong. And Boruto. Well, not strong because he doesn't use his Sharingan enough. Because he feels so guilty about how he got it. I mean, he yeah. got nerfed. You said it himself. Yeah, I know. I haven't seen it, but I know. I know some he gets stuff. He nerfed because, yeah, well, also he has a Renegon, so he doesn't need the Sharingan as much. So I guess, you, I mean, you can make a ton of different arguments, but it's it's we're only going to speculate. And I say yeah. Gojo wins because writers okay. writers take from other writers, and Jujutsu Kaisen was obviously heavily influenced by Naruto and everything, took a lot. Everything's a lot influenced by the big three in some capacity. Yeah, so I think it's, those writers are taking into account like how could we make these guys even stronger than their predecessors so that's why i, mean, I think gojo wins Itadori, Itadori basic he has a demon inside of him just like naruto exactly it's just a different kind sukuna may be one of the best and most well-rounded characters him and itadori combined might be yes. one of the best characters in anime i agree so we'll see how that continues i really want to see more sukuna in the upcoming seasons but i think i think you will as he gets stronger and he eats more fingers it's just bound to happen. I also don't necessarily want Sukuna to be swayed over to Itadori's side. I want him to stay the I way he is. Think that, I think it'll be a Kuruma situation where he'd be defeated and then he gets swayed. Because Kuruma really started to change over as soon as he got lost his chakra. Shinaruto. I don't know how it's going to go, but I really just want it to be like more of a mutualism thing where they're not necessarily working together, but Sukuna is granting him power just because he's like, thinks eventually he'll get out. Yeah. Well, I have that, no idea where like they're going to the go with tails, it. Like the nine tails leaking his chakra on purpose. So Naruto would eventually turn fully yeah. into him. Stuff so like that's, that. You're seeing already. Oh. It's like, that's how heavily influenced yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen was by Naruto. So let me ask you, is this a short episode? Shoot. No. No? Alright, with that, with that, we are concluding episode four. (laughs) Not a short episode. It's an hour and 16 minutes, and we basically, when we started, we started, so. It was a good episode, (laughs) though. Had a lot to talk about, so. All right. All right. That's it. Have a good one, folks. See y'all. This will come out on Monday. Yeah. All right. Peace.